this happened when I was 11 or 12. Little background story. I am from the Philippines. I have three sisters and I am the youngest. This is from our first ever house. My mom bought land and had a two-story house built. We had space outside for a little garden where we hang our clothes to dry and for us kids to play. We also have a mango tree and another tree which the village captain had asked his men to chop off. I forgot why. I was very young when this happened. All I remember was my sisters and I were crying because it was our tree. I think it was because the tree was almost going over the road and it wasn't good because the electrical lines up there and there's electric posts literally next to our house. I know I've always been scared of our house and of the dark. I wouldn't be able to sleep on my own if all the lights were off. I was also scared of the shower and the toilet. I don't know why. I just felt spooked, as if I wasn't alone when I had a shower. One other thing that scared me was my mom and dad's big wedding canvas that was hanging on our living room wall. I felt like the eyes were on me at all times. We used to go to church all the time. Every Sunday, without fail, we go to our Baptist church. Before I turned 11, my mom decided to throw a big party for me. We rented a McDonald's venue and planned everything. I had a gown made, my neighbors were invited, my church mates were invited, and some schoolmates were invited. My birthday falls on summer vacation, so everyone knows about it. I was having a fever days before my birthday. My mom was keeping an eye on me. That night I had a very weird dream. I still remember it to this day. I was a nurse. I was wearing a nurse's outfit and had a clipboard in my hand. I was walking on this place like a corridor in a hospital. And I noticed a guy standing there. He had very large eyes, almost animated. He smiled and his smile scared me. He had large pointed teeth. My first thought as the nurse was, he's not a patient here, who is he? I got scared and started to run away. He chased after me. I was running and running and I tripped. He then held both my hands and pinned me down. Then my mother woke me up. She said I was crying, thrashing and kicking my feet. My temperature was so high she had forced me to take a cold bath. I was crying from my scary dream. Mid-bath, she kept asking me why I was crying. She was telling me to relax. I didn't even notice it, but my hands formed like a claw. I couldn't do anything. It was so stiff. I couldn't move. All I could do was cry. After the bath, I calmed down and told my mother about the scary dream. She kissed my forehead and prayed with me. I was able to sleep again after that. After my birthday, my mother told a friend about what happened to me. She then said, there's this pastor who helps cast the ghosts away from your home. And my mom already knew the pastor. They had a chat and the pastor said, yes, they'll come over to our house. Okay, I'm actually getting scared just remembering this. We all had to be present for the exorcism to be done. It wasn't like in the movies. It was chilling, though. The pastor arrived with his wife and two other people. One man and one woman. The pastor explained that we all had to be strong. If we were scared, the devil will exploit that feeling. 
He said that the lady is a seer. She can see spirits, but it's a different form of seeing spirits. She had to close her eyes and her soul leaves her body to roam around the place and locate the spirits. The pastor found her homeless and was being called crazy outside a church. She said that the devil liked to be worshipped, so all the statues that people pray to, they hide in there and pretend they are the ones being worshipped. So they are mostly hiding in churches or anything that people would worship. She said if her spirit leaves her body, she can see herself sitting over there. The man's ability is his body can be overtaken by another soul, and whoever takes over can speak up. The pastor found him inside a church. He couldn't control his body being taken over at the time, and apparently sometimes for even three days or more, other souls would stay in his body. He stayed in the church because, mostly, the spirits would rather be worshipped in a statue than control his body. He said he would be taken over. His spirit would just be next to his body so he could see himself. He said his voice would never change tone if he's taken over, just his natural voice. The pastor assured us that they are now Christian and found their purpose in life. They helped the pastor drive out evil spirits, and he also assured us that they are now in full control of their spirit and their own bodies. The pastor asked us first what happened, to understand what they are looking for and dealing with. My mother said about my scary dream. My sister said that she always hears someone say, psst, but nobody is around. The pastor started by giving us all sheets of paper. It contained the whole process of what we were about to do. He asked me if I would be okay to be there. He wanted me to be there as if I'm away, I'd be the target for the evil spirits. But he didn't want me to be scared, so I said I was fine. We sat around our living room. I was sitting next to our door. It started with some series of prayers. The pastor led. Mostly we said, Amen. We sang church songs that has the words that say, Blood of Christ. The songs and prayers probably lasted for almost an hour before it began. The pastor said, we're going to look for the man with the big eyes first. The lady closed her eyes and wrinkled her forehead. She held out her right palm and said, there is a man, a very large man on the mango tree outside. A Capri. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. A Capri or Capri is one of the creatures in old Filipino folklore. He is a giant that lives in a tree. He usually has a large tobacco pipe and smokes it, according to the tale. As soon as she said it, I remember my playmates saying they saw very large legs dangling on our mango tree one night when she woke up and looked outside the window. The pastor asked him to come in and talk to us using the man's body. The man closed his eyes and crossed his arms. A few seconds later, the lady confirmed that the soul had been inside the man's body. The pastor asked, Why did you appear in the little girl's dream? Nothing. I was bored. So the pastor asked, So why are you living in the tree? He apparently thought my dad looked handsome. So you like men? Asked the pastor. Not all the time. 
We like watching them have a shower in their bathroom. This gave me chills. So me being afraid wasn't just paranoia. So the priest asked, so you and your friends are perverts? The creature laughed and said, we enjoy watching them every day through the painting. It's like another world. I don't remember what else they talked about. I just remember the pastor saying by the end of the ritual, he'd be gone and cast away from our house, never to return again. The lady began searching. She said there is a lady with her neck grazed, but she was just passing through. She didn't mean any harm. She didn't live in our house. The next few days, I found out that there was a girl who committed suicide by hanging herself two houses next to ours. The lady found a man with his hands red. He didn't live in our house, but he also liked to pass through. He was invited to come and talk to us, and he did for a short time. He just said he sometimes comes into our house. I don't remember it now, honestly. But then I found out that the girl that passes through didn't commit suicide. She was strangled by a man. I'm not sure if it was her father, but it was family. The lady said there are a lot more evil spirits hiding on the pictures that are framed hanging on the wall. It acts like a portal of some sort. It is their eyes to our world. The pastor said we wouldn't be able to get them, so we started the prayers again. I was sitting by the door and I looked outside. It was the weirdest thing ever. It was very windy, but the wind was swirling around our house. It was like a tornado. I asked afterwards if my sisters or parents or anybody saw it, and they all said no. We finished all the songs and prayers. The ritual ended, and the pastor went around our whole house with us, tailing him, after, as he sprinkled the holy water everywhere. He especially wiped some of the water on all the pictures hanging on the walls. There was a lot. My mother was studying photography. He also sprinkled a lot on our bathroom. After that, the pastor said our house is free of spirits, for the time being. They were cast away, but there was a lot. They were only cast away around the area. So they were still roaming around, they just couldn't get through our house. I was still scared and skeptical of our house, and honestly, there were more scary things that happened in that house years after this. We moved out when I was 16 and they bulldozed our house to build studio apartments. Also, the pastor has stopped casting away spirits because they have taken revenge on his daughter. I don't remember what happened to his daughter, though.